This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. And if at any point during today's show you want to learn more information, definitely feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242 and visit us online at www.taraenolan.com. And while you're at my website, feel free to head over to our radio page. You can check out past shows and subscribe to our show on iTunes or Google Play. Because if you're just tuning in, Chris and I really believe in education and this is where it all starts. You know, all money spends the same, but not all money is taxed the same. That was a smooth transition, huh? Wow. Wow. That's (laughs) awesome. That's a good one. So in our show today, we're going to really dive into this topic of qualified money versus non-qualified money. And what we really care about is the tax treatment on both of these types of accounts. Because, you know, the famous answer, right, Tony? It all depends. It depends is the big one, right? (laughs) So the answer to all financial questions is it depends. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, come on, Terry. You also give a lot of great tips and and, uh, hardcore advice. Not not every question is answered with it depends, but uh, a lot of them, right? Well, they do because it just we're all we're all unique and we have different situations. We have different goals. And, and so you just there's a lot of details to factor in to get a good answer. I can always give you an answer, but I always like to try to give you a good answer. There you go. And, <laughs> and it's hard to do that over the radio because, like you say, what it depends really means is uh, everybody's personal situation is unique and you want to give advice based on once you know everybody's once you know someone's personal situation then you can give them the hardcore exact advice that they need exactly but then that's why i love the radio show tony is because this is where we do the education piece because step one is to go oh i didn't realize i had that question (laughs) so (laughs) that's the first thing that we're doing with our with the education on the radio here yeah that's awesome well, now, and this all sounds good, but how have you been? I mean, what have you and Chris been up to? Are you keeping busy? Oh, we're, we're staying busy. We have this whole, this whole last half of the year, Tony, we've been traveling. We went over Thanksgiving holidays and got to see a lot of family that I haven't seen. And um, I had my assumption of command for my new position at uh, Peterson Air Force Base as group commander. So uh, my family got to come out for that, and that was a lot of fun. That's awesome. And... Uh, so staying busy, and then Chris and I snuck in a little a little week to Hawaii as well. Wow, that's fun! Wow, you guys took a little vacation, huh? Well, and it was funny because we actually had it planned like a year ago before I even got this new military job. So I was fingers crossed. I said, "Hey, thanks for the new job, but can I go away for a week?" Oh no, <laughs> that doesn't always go over really well. No, but luckily it did. So I've, I'm going to have a great group of folks to work with, and and it's going to be a great team to be a part of. Awesome. Well, that sounds great. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's it's been uh, crazy with uh, family and everything, but uh, I've been keeping really busy. 
Now, this topic sounds interesting. I have do have a quick question for you, Tara, before we get too far into the discussion. What what is qualified and non qualified money, and how do we tell the difference? So, uh, so we're all starting on the same page here. How do you define that? I- Tony, I like to keep things really simple. So basically qualified money is anything that you can pull out irs.gov and find a name for your account. (laughs) If it says IRA, 403B, TSP, 401K, you know, alphabet soups, if it's in the irs.gov and there's some kind of a tax treatment, it's qualified money. Ah, okay. That makes sense. everything else is (laughs) non-qualified. Oh, okay. So it's really, uh, it's a tax designation, right? Exactly. I'd like to think of it is, you know, you, you put your money in a bucket and a qualified bucket just means you have some kind of tax status. So you either get a tax deferral or a tax deduction or uh, you, some kind of treatment with the IRS and ideally to your benefit, right? Right. Right. <laughs> and so uh, obviously you probably don't want to just have one type of retirement account, but a, a mix or maybe a balance. Oh yeah. You definitely always want to have a balance. And Tony, almost everybody does because while you're working, um, ERISA, and if you're not familiar with that, it's E-R-I-S-A, the Employee Retirement Income Security Act manage manages your 401k plans, basically any of your employer managed plans, it, it kind of dictates as an employee that you get a fair uh, retirement plan going in play. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, ERISA, I like that. Uh, maybe uh, maybe we'll name our next child ERISA. ERISA. Yeah. I'll have to talk to my wife, Sarah, about that, but <clears throat> that's a beautiful name. But did you hear about the Southwest uh, lady who had her her child's name was Absidy and she spelled it A B C D E? Oh no! Are you it was kidding? a story on the news. I was like, oh, that can't be true. Yeah. Oh, I hope so. it's not true. That's. So <laughs> but uh, is Arissa itself is probably old enough for retirement, right? It is. I think it started back in 1974. So. <laughs> That's a long time ago. But I mean, you know, for you <laughs> and I, we were around, I guess. It's not that so, long ago. No, I guess not. <laughs> but but this is what actually makes sure that, that you get the, the, the matching with your retirement plans and that the retirement plans are equal and, and all that kind of good stuff. So you're going to, getting back to the original question is, should you have a mix? Of course, you're going to have a mix, Tony, of qualified and non-qualified money because when you're working as an employee, you're going to have a 401k whether you want it or not, generally. Right. And the only difference will be, are you going to match and contribute and do all those kinds of things? So you're going to have a qualified account. And then the question is, how are you beefing up your retirement plan with non-qualified money to make sure that you're going to have the retirement that you want? Because Tony, this is a thing I think a lot of folks get confused about is they think that the 401k they have with work, that's going to take care of their retirement. And that's part of it, but it's not going to be enough. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it isn't. And so you have to have a plan in place to deal with that. And these are all great points, but let's dive into the difference between these two types of accounts. Uh, What makes each one unique? Well, yeah, let's start with that, Tony. So qualified accounts, these are designed by the government to give you tax benefits on the money that you invest. And so the idea with a typical qualified account is that when you put money towards your retirement, so let's say you put in $10,000 and you make $100,000 that year, you're only going to pay taxes on $90,000 because the government has, the IRS has said that $10,000 that you put into your qualified plan 
is tax deferred. So you're not gonna pay taxes until you pull that money out. So the idea is that you can be growing your retirement, let that compounding interest take, take effect and grow that account while you're working so that ideally you have a bigger nest egg at the end. So that's kind of what happens with qualified accounts. And it gets more complicated, right, Tony, because we have uh, Roth and traditional. Oh, so there's a, a couple of different types there. So um, obviously uh, we can get deep in the weeds here, right? I mean... Uh, we we can we can spend as much time as we want, to. <laughs> <laughs> or don't but let's want keep to. it yeah. let's keep it a little higher level yeah. first. So qualified accounts, you're going to get some kind of a tax benefit. Now non-qualified accounts, they don't come with any kind of tax benefits. So just think of like if you decided to buy uh, some mutual funds in the stock market, that would be a non-qualified account. And the upside for those kind of accounts is that they have freedom. You can move your money around. There's no age restrictions. There's no withdrawal penalties. So you can just, it's basically your money and you can put it where you want, but you don't get any tax protection. So you're just paying the taxes as you earn them every year. Oh, okay. Uh, that's interesting. And uh, obviously 401ks are super common, as you mentioned. I mean, it seems like everyone I know has a 401k if they're working for a company that's of any size at all, right? Pretty much, Tony. There are some very small nonprofits and things that have maybe uh, simple, like a capitalized, simple IRA plans and things. But almost every company is going to have a 401k. And here's the thing, Tony, because I work both sides of the fence on this. For the company, setting up a 401k is good because it also allows the company to deduct, to get tax advantages and deduct some of the contributions they make to their employees. It also benefits the employee because then they get to have a retirement plan. So it's kind of a win-win situation that's set up there. Right, right. And I think that uh, it's good to understand how they work. And I know you're willing to sit down with our listeners and talk to them about this. And it seems like a win-win situation for both the employee and the employer, right? It really is, Tony, especially if you take advantage of the matching. And that's what I always like to talk with people about is that's almost like free, as close to free money as you can get. Yep. So whatever that is, you want to take advantage. Now the question starts to happen, Tony, let's say the matching is 3%. When you start contributing, say, 5 or 7%, that may not be as advantageous to you. But you definitely want to take advantage, no questions asked, of all matching that's offered. Wow. Okay. Well, you know what? We have to take a quick break here, and then we're going to continue this discussion. But before the break, Tara, is there anything you want to add for the listeners? Tony, for anyone who's just tuning in, if you've got a 401k, especially that you're hanging on to since you've left your job, these are people we want to sit down and, and get them educated about taking control of their money. So, Tony, Chris and I have set aside 20 complimentary calls for the first 20 callers. The number is 719-210-4242. And definitely visit our website at www.taraenolan.com. You can check us out, see what we look like, see the different kinds of services that we offer. But this is really an important thing to do is once you're retired, how do you take control of that 401k so that you're directing that money to really be working for you and you're not paying any additional fees that are no longer adding value? Ah, yeah, and that's the key right there. So how do our listeners set up that meeting? Uh, what's that phone number and web address once again? Sure, Tony. The number is 719-210-4242. And the web address is www.taraenolan.com. All right. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Nolan Financial Radio and our host, Tara Nolan, right after this. 
Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Tara Nolan Advisory Services right now by going to TaraEnolan.com or by calling us at 719-210-4242. And welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. And at any point during today's show, if you need a little more information on any of the topics that we're covering, please feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242 and definitely visit us online at www.taraenolan.com. And while you're at the website, head over to our radio page, check out our past shows and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Google Play. That way you can go back and make sure you've gotten all the education. We do a different topic every week and it's really important that you get this foundation as you're preparing for retirement. So. Tony, we have been talking about qualified versus non-qualified accounts. Well, yeah, and you've been t- telling us what the difference is between these two accounts. And you were mentioning some of the reasons an employer would like to offer a qualified plan. Uh, you had mentioned uh, tax benefits uh, the employer would benefit from, right? Definitely. So it, you, it's all about doing the smartest thing we can with our money. And, you know, I always ask Tony... Do you know any legal investment where you can make more than 30% a year? Ah, no. <laughs> and I have to stress the legal part because that's about how much most people pay in taxes. They're usually in about the you know 25 to 30% tax bracket. And so step one, Tony, just by smartly managing your tax situation, you can be building your nest egg. And oh. it, it seems a little counterintuitive because people always think that they have to focus on rate of return. Right. And and that's how you're going to build the most money. But actually, sometimes just by not paying extra in taxes, you can actually build your nest egg also more quickly. So that's one of the reasons why we want to really understand qualified versus non-qualified plans. Because when you're creating your retirement plan, you want to protect as much of your money from taxes as you can. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, you want to minimize that tax burden and especially protect those or try to protect the retirement funds that you're going to need to live on in retirement. Um, but is the, this is tax-free money for the employee then, the 401k? Tony, let me just tell you right now, anytime someone just tells you this is going to be tax-free, I would ask a question. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no such thing as just totally tax-free unless you've created um, an, an, a tax-free account specifically. But I know what you're talking about. So like a 401k, the money is going to be tax deferred when you put the money in, but when you pull the money out in retirement, then you're going to pay your ordinary income tax rate. So that's when you start at 59 and a half pulling that money out in a tax advantaged account, then you're going to have to pay the taxes when you pull the money out. And then, Tony, that gets into our whole next show of, well, what if I don't want to do that? And then that's when we start talking about Roth 401ks. Mm. Wow. Uh, so obviously, uh, there are there's different uh, tools and vehicles to use uh, to minimize those tax ver- burdens. Uh, but are there limits and regulations? There are a lot of rules with these qualified accounts, aren't there? 
Well, of course, aren't we talking about the IRS? <laughs> of, course. of course. There's like over a thousand pages of rules, aren't there? <laughs> yeah, there's thousands of pages of rules. And my favorite part is is we never get rid of the rule as a government. We just keep adding more. Oh, I know. Yeah, they never. Yeah, there's so, no cleaning house. There's just adding on. Uh, that's why we have to have lawyers and CPAs. <laughs> oh, yeah. And there's no so, one person out there that knows, you know, that knows even half of it. No one knows all the rules, but there are some. Here's some of the basics that everybody should know. Sure. So your qualified accounts do come with rules that we mentioned because the government's not just going to give you a tax deferred status without something in exchange. Right. So there are some limitations on how much money you can put into a qualified account each year. And it changes a little bit each year. But for 2018, for a 401k, 18500 was what you were allowed to contribute. So if you want to um, invest, say, $50,000, over the course of the year, 18,000 of it can go into your 401k and then you're gonna have to find somewhere else to invest the rest of the money. So that's one of the limitations that happens with the 401k is it's a good part of your retirement plan but it's not gonna, it's not because of the limitations you're not gonna be able to save as much as you need in that one account. Okay, Uh, that makes sense. Now, uh, one of the rules, we always get these half years that the IRS comes up with. uh, the 59 and a half rule. How does that work? How did that come into play? I think that's just to keep us all a little confused. But <laughs> sure. Make the math a little bit trickier. I mean, the bottom line, the reason the government created qualified tax deferred accounts is when you're poor and you're starting out life and you only have a couple thousand dollars, that's not a lot of taxable money. So what the government said is we're going to let you put your tax money away, grow your nest egg, and then when your nest egg is big, when you're about 60, then we're gonna ask you to pay taxes. So it's you know it's not out of the goodness of their heart, right? It's, it's, there's, a, there's a mad reason behind the madness. And so 59 and a half is when you're gonna be allowed to start pulling money out of your account. If you pull money out before that, let's say you're 50, then you're gonna get hit with a 10% penalty. Wow. So you don't there's you don't want to pull money out early. Now of course Tony there's always exceptions. Sometimes you can get an exception for a first time home buyer, sometimes you can get it for school. So that's where you want to get your CPA involved and look at it. But bottom line is once you put money into a qualified account, don't plan on touching it until you're 59 and a half. So yeah. basically 60 years old. Sure, and I was going to ask you about exceptions and you you kind of covered it. I know there are exceptions for natural disasters like if you were part of Hurricane Harvey or Irma or Maria, uh, then they allow you to pull money out early, right? Exactly. So there are different things like that, but that's just, you always want to just check and make sure that whatever situation's happening is covered because you don't want to pull money out thinking that you're just, you're being allowed to, and then all of a sudden you you get hit with penalties you weren't expecting. Because it's not a big deal to pay a penalty if you're aware of it, but it's when it catches you off guard and you're like, what? That's what, that's what we try to avoid. But there are some for, for your, you're exactly right, Tony, for natural disasters is one of the exceptions that, that can happen. True. So uh, there are benefits to non-qualified plans, though, too, right? Well, what's nice about non-qualified money, Tony, is that you have control. And what I find with my clients is one of the things that really makes people feel good is when they have control of their money. So the IRAs and 401ks, those are good because it's a forced savings plan. And for, for those of us out there and we know who we are, it's good to have a place to put your money where you cannot access it. 
But there's things and times in life when you need to have control of your money. You know, there's that pop up. I've got to get a new car. You know, the washing machine, the dryer and the refrigerator all crapped out at the same time. So you want to have a place where you've got money that you have access to and control. Yeah. Yeah. You want to have control over your money. Uh, Can these non-qualified accounts then be offered by employers like the qualified accounts we were talking about? They can be, but generally they're not because there's no advantage to the employer. Sure. And so, believe it or not, it's not a perfectly altruistic environment. Uh, employers <laughs> do <laughs> employers do put together the, the plans because it also helps them. But, you know, Tony, probably the biggest factor to keep in mind with your non-qualified money is you are going to pay taxes each and every year. Yeah. And, you know, let's keep it simple. So, let's just say you invested $100.00 and it grew to $150 and you pulled the money out, how much are you going to actually pay taxes on? Uh, you're actually going to pay taxes on you're 50 bucks. Right. Just on the, the interest that you yep. earned. Just, so you're on, not gonna just pay, on the gains. Right. And so that's, I mean, it's, it's basically that simple for the concept is that you're going to pay only pay taxes on the gains. So that's just important because people sometimes get afraid. They're like, oh, I'm going to pay taxes on all my money. No, not all of it, just on the interest that you've earned. Yeah. Yeah. So that's... it's important to keep that in mind because that can be a little daunting if you get confused about that. Okay. Okay. Well, I think it's helpful to know. Uh, and, uh, you know, so it won't apply to everyone, but, you know, non-qualified accounts. But it is really good to know because, like you always say, everybody's situation is unique, correct? Yeah, absolutely, Tony. And, you know, the thing is, is if you're self-employed, um, there's limits to what you can can do in just in personal IRAs, depending on how much money you're making. And there's just so many, Tony, there's just so many different situations that people can have that you really have to understand. I always start with this question. The first question is, what are you trying to accomplish? What do you want your money to do for you? Yeah, exactly. And then Good question. once... Once we know what your money is going to do for you, then we start to go, well, what tool are we going to use? Because a qualified account versus a non-qualified account, I look at those, Tony, as just tools in the toolbox. Yep. And there's no right answer. It's the, It really goes back to, well, what are you trying to do? <laughs> right. And the problem out there is, and I think to continue that analogy, is a lot of people or a lot of so-called financial professionals want to give you one tool to use for income planning and retirement planning and to use with your investments. They might be, you know, everything's the market or everything's in a, a certain retirement safe product. Uh, but, uh, you know, and that's like my grandpa always said, you know, if all you have is a hammer, everything starts looking like a nail. <laughs> exactly. Right? <laughs> that's exactly right, Tony. Yeah, yeah. And, and then just to I've just been doing a lot of readings. I'm always doing continuing education. And a lot of this, Tony, is with money is just the mindset of understanding there's not just one way to, to save. And it has so much to do with your your family history and your, and your, your mindset about money is, is such an important thing. And so I think for a lot of people, it's helpful for them to understand that there's more than one way to have a successful retirement plan. Yeah. Yeah, there are. There are numerous ways and paths and products and strategies and uh, tips. Uh, but what I like about you is you're independent. You're not beholden to any one thing. So you look at everything and then look at your client situation. And that's what we need. We need somebody who we can trust to look at our situation and say, ah, this is what's going to help you get to, you know, from step A to B or 
at make sure your income lasts as long as you do or, you know, to, to live the type of retirement you want and retire when you want. Here's what you're going to need. The, and have that in writing. A written plan is fantastic. It is, Tony. And then like where today's education piece comes in, qualified versus non-qualified, as we're creating that retirement plan, once we know what your dream is and where you're going and what retirement is going to look like, then the next question we'll ask is, well, how do we set your and organize your money so that you pay the minimum taxes that you can pay? Yeah. Because no one wants to pay extra in taxes. Right. That's true. <laughs> and so- the decision of qualified versus non-qualified money goes into, okay, you know, of the tools that I have to work with, my retirement accounts, my income, my savings, how do I position my money the best to protect it from paying extra taxes? So that's that's what we're really talking about today and why we want to understand qualified versus non-qualified is you, before you can know if you've picked the right tool, you have to kind of know what the tools are. Yeah. Yeah, that helps. And that's it's, where, that's where you come in though, right? We don't have to right. do it alone or figure it out on our own. But have you ever been driving down? There's, there seems to be quite a few roads here in the Springs that once you've picked the exit, then you find out if you chose the right one. <laughs> like yeah. the, the, the sign is never there soon enough for me to make a good decision. So I'm always like, oh, I hope I'm taking the right turn. Yeah. <laughs> and I think retirement planning is that way a lot of times where people kind of have to pick and then they find out afterwards if they, did, if they picked right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a tough. We don't want to be in that situation. Right? <laughs> Maybe that's just me. Maybe everybody else is very clear on where they're headed. Yeah. Yeah, so to recap, uh, let's let's uh, recap this one way to categorize these qualified and non-qualified accounts is the type of tax advantages they offer. Uh, is I, what definitely. I, is what I hear you saying. So if your money is invested in a way that provides tax deferred growth, you're probably dealing with a qualified account which is governed by the ERISA, if it's an employer-offered account, uh, and then they offer you benefits to help build your nest egg then, right? Exactly. That's correct. Yeah. And obviously, tax benefits are a big part of what makes these accounts different. That's exactly what it is, Tony. And that, and then the amount of control that you have. Ah, uh, yes. Yep. That's and a, so, that's because a point. it can get a little complicated because uh, Roth... Roth IRAs are qualified plans and you do pay your taxes now and then they grow tax-free but you still have all the rules about early withdrawal and there's just more of the rules involved yeah so qual think about qualified also comes with rules yeah oh for sure well uh, we're almost out of time for today's show is there anything else you want to add before we go well if I had to recap our show today Tony for those listening is uh, what I would like people listening to do is take an inventory of what kind of accounts they have, IRAs, 401ks, market accounts, and just kind of go through their inventory and say, do I know which of my accounts are qualified and which are non-qualified? And then the question should be, do I have the right mix? You know, do, do I want that account to be qualified or would I prefer it to be non-qualified? Do I need to take some of my non-qualified money and make it qualified? So those kinds of questions. So basically look at the money that you have in your sphere, in your world today, and make sure you understand if it's, if it's qualified or non-qualified. Yeah. I feel like I said qualified and non-qualified a lot. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well that, that's what the show is about. Why don't you give that phone number? What, give the phone number one more time. Sure, Tony. Uh, Chris and I... You can reach us at 719-210-4242. I promise this conversation is much easier face-to-face -face in person. Yeah. 
That's awesome. Well, uh, that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Tara Nolan. Join us again for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care, and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.